Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. As we're talking about the Quantum Realm, we're going to be talking about how we can step into a higher frequency. My guest today is Linda Johns, and she is a person who has been working in the healing arts field for 30 years now, and she helps people take that journey to healing, a bridge of awareness. And what we're talking about today is emotions and what they feel like. We've got some exercises and it's really beautiful to be here with this master, Linda Johns. Linda, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here as well. And very grateful that your listeners and uh, share their sacred time and space with me today. So I'm excited to share whatever comes through. <laughs> beautiful. We've got some artwork as well that we're going to show some images and uh, some exercises that you're going to share so that we can really feel what these frequencies feel like. That's a really powerful tool because if we can feel the frequency, we can shift the frequency, right? Right. And it's also about being mindful of where we are and what we're choosing. So if we can train ourselves to recognize the the vibrations or frequencies or even the experience itself and then choose something different. Um, we automatically raise our vibration and then we become uh, uh, like a pillar of light in our sense and ourselves. And we allow that to ripple out and to affect the, the greater good of the world as well. So it's a, the healing the world is an inner process. Um, I remember one years ago, I, I used to swim with the humpback whales and this was in the Dominican Republic, uh, Silverbanks, and it's a, a little sanctuary where you're about 100 miles offshore, and you're just on a dive boat with uh, whales and water and people. And we were in the water one day, and I asked the whale to share about world peace. And to my amazement, the energy that I just got back to me was like world peace there are 12 of you that have come together in like-mindedness that can't even create peace amongst yourself. How can you even perceive world peace? And I was really surprised with that. And I, I took a moment to like set with that because I, you know, from the surface, it looks like we were all having a wonderful time. And then I started noticing energy and I would start to notice there was one person and uh, that had a really loud laugh and just one of those off the off the chart laugh and when that person would, would engage in her laughter I would watch about three or other people just kind of send energy of dislike to her and I was supposed to control control and be contained and then I started noticing even when we were in the water with the whales that um if somebody swam in front of somebody else there was like energy uh, being sent to them, uh, somebody with a camera parking in front of somebody else. And there was all this energy exchange taking place in the midst of watching beautiful whales. 
And so I started to realize how very true that information from the whale was, is that we aren't even aware of what we're putting out into the world on a daily basis, even in the midst of something that was so amazing, we're still creating disharmony. And so it uh, gave me an opportunity to start really looking at where is our mindfulness and where is our responsibility for for the energy that we put out because you know there is that saying that um energy cannot be destroyed it can only be transmuted so once we put something into action it ripples out and ripples out and ripples out and and those different players in the galaxy or just the uh, the energy pool that is um, circulating is actually holding everything that we have exchanged in in a moment of being less than mindful. Unconscious, yes. Unconscious, just repeating what we have been programmed with. And uh, all right, that's beautiful. I love that you shared this experience with the whales and the wisdom from the whales. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to just, I was going to bring up, and you must have gotten my telepathy. You do work with the, the whales and the dolphins. You do healing retreats with them. And just this week in Western Australia, there was something very interesting. And I say the word interesting because it's a, it requires a mindfulness most of us would tend to go into despair when we hear about what happened. Hundreds of pilot whales in Western Africa, uh, Western Australia near Perth or uh, south of Perth beached themselves. And what happened before they did that, they formed a pod. And there's a photograph, a, an aerial photograph of the pod in the shape of a heart. Mm-hmm. Now, the beaching part is not so good, but what happened after this is the people on the ground came out in droves, the marine biologists, the rescuers came out and spent many hours in the water, holding the whales, working to get them back in the water. Some of them would come right back in and, and put themselves on the beach again. But isn't that an interesting situation? It's almost as if the message was be in the heart or we love you so much. We do this to get your attention. Mm -hmm. What do you think your take or what message or sense do you get on that episode, that experience? It is one definitely of being in the heart. And what happens I mean, there's so many different levels to this. And on the collective of the planet, we certainly are raising vibration. And as vibrations change, even within our own body, we're trying to um, find a new way of holding it. We're kind of straddled between two worlds of being in one foot in 3D, one foot in 5D. And we're trying to hold this space long enough to anchor in a new experience. And with the the whales are beautiful, beautiful teachers. And they're sharing uh, with us often the distress within the environment that um, mentally, emotionally, physically, collectively, and all of the different levels that is needing to be transformed. Now, unfortunately, 
we as a society often only come together from the heart and heart of compassion when we actually have something that stirs our heart to feel compassion and to join in unity consciousness and to to send prayer, to send love, to, to raise vibrations. And the, you know, the Mother Earth is the one that's leading this path of, of the frequency and raising her, herself back to the 5D state of grace and being. And so everything on the planet is adjusting as Mother Earth is raising her frequencies, trying to um, bring us all up, waking us up or stirring us or trying to bring us into that place of remembrance. And so experiences like this, um, as, as difficult as it is for our minds to hold, um, there is always a larger whole happening as well. And, you know, many spirit beings, uh, people, animals, um, have contracted to a particular frequency here on earth. And as that frequency continues to change and grow, uh, there comes a point where there's um, either an exit point or an opportunity to transform into the next vibrational level or to continue to do their work on a different plane. Um, and so you know, death is not an end process. It's actually a beginning in many, many teachings. It's a birthing. It's a it's an opportunity of the soul expanding into something even larger. So there's many, many ways that we can see that and hold that. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. It um, it's comforting. Uh, in the way that we care and and just the the compassion that was brought from that episode um helps us in this this learning and this lesson yes thank you and everything has you know a spirit and an essence and an energy and um could uh that also be where um got a little distracted with the post pop-up sorry <laughs> wasn't wasn't ready for that but um it, even like uh the essences of the trees or the uh overlighting logos that are holding the forest and stuff it, in this evolutionary change everything is changing and so even in a release of a tree through a fire that that spirit that source that energy is now able to continue uh, their journey into the into the frequency and into the multi-dimensional experiences. Um, so even that, as devastating as it is, um, still serves on a soul level. Okay, that's um, again something to remember. It's serving on a soul level. Um, beautiful. Okay. I'm just thinking about um, a beautiful tree that I saw get blown over in the wind. When when humans cut them down, I have a different feeling. But I saw a giant one in a windstorm just go down. And then I saw how it was being used for furniture and going on its next journey. Even some, you know, would be turned into a pencil 
and and that is helping and so that's just the the evolution of the journey as well so it's what the, a what a good perspective yeah it's the evolution of the physical of the body of the tree being left and how it can be used and supported in a larger whole and the essence of the soul of the spirit of the tree still continues to to go on to even something larger greater uh, who knows what that essence of that tree will choose next Okay, interesting. Well, there was a question that popped up that got your attention. So I'm going to share that now. Could this, the, the whales in Western Australia, could this also have to do with magnetic poles changing and confusing their direction? Anything's possible. Uh, it certainly is. But all, also all of this is just the the evolutionary changes of what we're seeing and where we are even in our own growth process and mother earth again in her ascension back to her 5d um, utopic state of being there's a lot of stuff that will change our human mind likes sameness and we we get into a belief system that it, it we often like to label something good bad right or wrong because it helps our mind to understand the experience and how it can make itself feel safe within it. Mm -hmm. um, the, the experience is the experience, but how we process it through some limited perspective of our little mind matrix, that's, that's the, the humanness here. And we forget how much larger there is when we move into that expanded field. In fact, one of the exercises we'll be playing with today is to actually um, work with the trees and uh, and to become a tree and to see it from that divine essence um, and being sourced from a completely different uh, way of being. So we'll, we'll play with that in a little bit, I'm sure. Beautiful. Thank you. We're excited to explore that. I just wanted to say as well with the whales, when I saw the photo of the heart shape that they were in a pod, Scientists are like, well, were they protecting a sick whale in in the middle? Whatever was going on, the heart shape, I really believe it feels like that was a call for us to, you know, it was it, it was like a salve for us. It was a calming um, image before they beached themselves. And so, so amazing. I just I'm just thrilled by that, by that story. And my my ears are ringing right now, too, from it. So. I also wanted to say that, can I share, we did a hypnosis session together. Oh, yes, yes. And I love it. In fact, I just listened to it again yesterday. Oh, good. <laughs> Everyone, I'd like you to know that as uh, I, I had the beautiful opportunity to facilitate a session for Linda, this woman is a giant being of light. And I just honor you because that was a really powerful session it's so beautiful to witness you discovering this I don't know if it was really a discovery but more of a remembrance so mm -hmm. I just want to share that because mm -hmm. the messages that came through from your higher self was and and the, your experience in that was you are a great being of light mm -hmm. here at 3d so we right. honor that and we all are but I just wanted to recognize that with you and uh welcome your greater higher being here as well 
Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, one of the challenges with the emotional part of the picture is that we all have illusions. We all have stories and the mind matrix keeps us caught in stories. And by working with you and in, in that beautiful hypnosis uh, session of, of connecting with the soul essence and the higher self and the purpose and being able to see that, you know, the story of the illusion is is that which I, you know, we all can have the opportunity of hiding behind forever if we choose, but that's not soul growth. And um, so it comes a time where we have to even step beyond the fear, uh, step beyond the unknown and really just claim our position here and just be that beautiful being of light, which we all are. And um, I heard one person once share with me that, Anyone that is in human form at the moment right now has uh, chose to be here during this ascension process and has a really um, wonderful gift to bring to this time. They shared that there's there was three for every one person here now, there was three other soul spirit essence that wanted to be here in this evolutionary uh, experience. And your gift and your abilities beat out three other spirits that were needed for this ascension. And um, so even just holding that deep in the heart to realize that there is um, a great uh, sharing that each of us have in our DNA hardwiring that is just waiting for an expression. And it doesn't have to be something grandiose like, you know, finding the cure for some disease. Sometimes it's just like my guides were sharing with me, be the light, be the light. And that is it. And anytime I can show up and just be the light, I'm doing my soul work. And mm -hmm. that becomes my gift that I'm sharing to this evolutionary stage. And just be the light, be the frequency, keep remembering how to drop into yourself and keep expanding and growing. That's all we're being asked to do at this time. Yes, so beautiful. And how comforting is that? It makes us really step up and forward when we realize that three other souls didn't get to incarnate at this time. Right. And so honor ourselves for that and really stake our claim to that, as you said. I, it's really beautiful. I love that. Yes. I really love it. Okay. All right. So practicing mindfulness and being responsible for our energy. Mm -hmm. I would love to go into one of the exercises so that everyone can experience this. Okay. So let's start. Want to start with the trees? Um, actually, uh, let's start with the emotional part of the one first, because the trees um, come in when we're trying to merge into the inner circle so that we can remember how to merge into the frequency of our guidance team that is there for us. So if we can, um, one of the things that we want to be aware of, and, and um, you know, research is showing so much about the emotional aspects and our realities created from our mind and the illusions, is that we have over 100, 200 different emotional experiences during the course of the day. And what science has shown is that we condition ourselves to actually only start recognizing about eight to 10 of them. And so eight to 10 
becomes your um, eyes that you're looking through. And so depending on what eight to 10 you're looking for, you could be looking for harmony and peace, or you could be looking for stress and danger. Um, so there, there is um, a programming here in a mind that actually starts to probably plays into that belief system that, you know, what we put out are like our thoughts and our energy, what we put out, we attract to us. But that might only be because that's what condition our mind is conditioned to only look for that. So it misses all the other possibilities. So in this exercise, I want to um, start with this. So we have a scale of um, one to 200 emotions a day. And so this is our daily experience. And these are working on vibrations, frequencies. So and one way of looking at this is if we look at it like a, a light bulb. And on the low end of the scale, um, shame actually is one of the lower vibrations. And so shame, and then we could have um, the judgments, the fears, the inadequacies, the jealousies. And, you know, those might be in the, the four, eight watt light bulb categories. They're in the lower end of the, in the scale. Then we can move in all the way through. We can have experiences of, of comfort or peace or joy or harmony, um, uh, of excitement. And uh, those can keep moving us up to the, say, the other side of the scale. So when we're feeling harmony, we might be uh, shining as brightly as a 200 watt light bulb. And when we are feeling uh, fear, we may drop down to only resonating and shining out four watts of light. And so the thing is, is not any of these are good or bad, right or wrong. This is a training I, I love to share with people too, is not to let the mind attach a label because if we attach a label of it being wrong or bad, then we uh, then the mind pulls up all the context from the past and to justify its belief system. And then you not only have the experience you're in at this moment, but then you have all the past pulled forward too. And so the mind does not know present moment. Our, our mind in the mind matrix only knows the past and it knows the future, but often does the fear of the future, the what if, what if this happens, what if that happens? And the mind will play that what if game because it's trying to prepare and strategize for anything that is um, uh, a possibility. So it has an escape route already made, just like a you know fire escape out of your house. The mind is always trying to strategize a sense of safety for us, which is a beautiful thing uh, as long as it doesn't become the sole director of our life experience. So when we are in these emotional experiences, again, we're just wanting to try to train the mind to observe them without labeling them. And so when we can watch them and just notice a, a frequency that we're in, we have a choice then at that moment to change to a different experience. Now, um, this exercise, I'm going to walk us through how we can become those brighter lights. And so our everyday experience is one to 200. So now I'd love for you to just think about, drop in, close your eyes if you like to, if you're you know, not driving or something such as that, or just you know, even if you process with your eyes open, that's absolutely fine. But just think of a time 
where you really felt or experienced or shared unconditional love. Just unconditional love and just dropping into that remembrance of unconditional love. And unconditional love is really easy to give to animals, especially our, our pets or family member, uh, four-legged or two-legged or winged ones. And so unconditional love is an expression that we often share. But remember that feeling of unconditional love. Now that is actually a 500 watt light bulb. And anytime you choose to drop into the remembrance of unconditional love, you automatically are amplifying 500 watts of light. So now remember a time of joy. This could be a celebration, a, a graduation, a birth, a wedding, a, a new job, a promotion, anything that you remember having that really wonderful sense of joy. And just letting yourself really just drop into that remembrance of joy and just being that feeling of joy. And that joy becomes a 750 watt light bulb. And now let's remember a time of gratitude. Now, this could be gratitude for, of course, a loved one, a house, a, a safety, gratitude for a beautiful day, anything that has heart sparked gratitude. And just notice that feeling of gratitude. Now, gratitude is 950 watts. And anytime we drop out of our 1 to 200 experience of the day and drop into gratitude, we automatically amplify our energy field and our resonance uh, threefold. So we just become this brighter light. Now, think of a time that you felt connected whether this be a, a prayer answered, a, a intervention, a guidance directing you, uh, connected to a loved one, connected to um, divine, swimming with the whales and the dolphins, connecting on a soul level with them. Anytime that you have remembered a feeling of being connected. That connection is 1000 watts of light. And we'll journey here shortly into how we can connect into our heart and into the sacred heart and automatically be connected into the guidance, into the divine inner circle, into the support of the divine intelligence. 
and automatically emanate 1000 watts of light or frequency. And know that it is just a moment of choosing a different remembrance or expression or possibility. And that also amplifies your, your light in your frequency. So I'd love to share and love to hear if there's any, um, what how we felt as we were walking through the different steps. Were we able to, to sense the frequencies as we were stepping upward with them? Very good. We will look for comments in our chat box there. Yes, that was a beautiful exercise. And it really shows us the power of being able to choose to be so mindful, mindful that we can say, all right, and we're not bypassing, for example, if we feel lower vibrations, mm -hmm. shame or guilt or fear mm -hmm. to drop into gratitude. That's often what I do as well, that the gratitude for me. Wow, that was significant feeling the gratitude. And it shows us the power of gratitude because you would think that gratitude would be less than unconditional love, mm -hmm. but unconditional love felt good. It kind of set the bar. And I pictured my kitty, my little kitten, mm -hmm. and just um, being in that um, frequency, but the gratitude frequency, that was very interesting for me, um, feeling the high and uh, the, the higher frequency there. And then the gratitude or the, the connection, the connection, mm -hmm. that is quantum. And so can we see when we all walk around on the planet in that frequency, we can literally see how that will influence others. Yes. Pinal says those feelings of gratitude and connection were delightful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely delightful and basking in that light thank you linda says yes i agree something about gratitude that can really shift the energy and bring you back to the present moment what an important lesson linda just and the present say, moment is actually found in our body our mind does not know present moment and so when it's thinking about how it's feeling the emotional experience the how could they do this? How could they say that? That's all the spinning of the mind matrix. That's the one to 200 watts. But as soon as we take a mindfulness and drop into a different experience, love, joy, gratitude, connection, those are all energies that are felt and held by the infinite wisdom within our bodies. Mm -hmm. And then when we drop into that, and we'll, we'll drop into the inner circle here shortly. And that actually is something that turns into be the go-to. So you can drop in whenever you're experiencing any anything, stress, discomfort, um, pain, and drop into the heart, open, activate the inner circle. And you hold yourself in the frequency of the inner circle. They're, they're probably even working on a little higher than the thousand watts because that they're amplifying divine intelligence and the divine blueprints 
that we're awakening to and remembering how to hold ourselves. But then we can allow ourselves to become in resonance, to become in sync, to merge with that energy field of the divine heart and become that uh, reflection and emanation of light and love and compassion. That's the journey of the awakening and the conscious choice at the moment that we're going into. Very interesting and powerful for these times. So when we go in the world and we choose, make choices to say, peek at the newspaper, check into the newspaper, that could instantly put us in a lower frequency. But then returning to the connection, again, it's really beautiful. And the inner circle can you share more about the inner circle? It really feels heart-centered. Is that where our guides are? Is it a stargate? Mm. Um, it is the it is the sacred heart is where I have um, been guided to work from. And of course, the sacred heart is the, you know, in all the mystical teachings, you know, the wind, the, the lightning, the air, the the everything, everything dwells within the heart. Um, and the sacred heart that is the universe dwells within the sacred heart so it could be considered a stargate could be considered a portal it's definitely a multi-dimensional doorway that allows us to step in and to access all of the information through all 12 dimensional planes that we live in here now and work in um, even though we don't remember or don't consciously know that we can step into uh, the higher frequencies. Um, anytime we drop into the heart and we start to create that uh, inner circle, and then, um, and because the inner circle is created from a consciousness of intention of your guides, angels, teachers, masters, um, star beings, uh, all the earth elements um, supporting you. So you create this inner circle of any beings, whether it be your animal totems, ancestors, loved ones, could be loved ones of uh, pets or of, you know, family, animals that you've passed, lost, excuse me. <coughs> and the that space becomes your sanctuary. You've, you've decided who's going to hold this space for you. Now, some people um, work within different uh, divine names. Um, uh, there's so many different names for creator and God. And, and some only choose to have like Jesus in the center holding their space. <coughs> and even Jesus had disciples. So um, even that is, even that ripples out to all the help that is helping Jesus hold that space for you. So there's many ways of working within the inner circle. Excuse me. <laughs> I got to drop out of my, I'm dropping out of the head into the expressive center of the, the throat is the bridge to the heart. So we're needing to bridge into the heart a little bit more and, and communicate from that space. Okay. So um, the, uh, the, the work that I do came through in 2019, and it was in a, um, called the 
divine crystalline matrix. And the crystalline matrix um, is created from uh, sacred geometry, color, light, frequency, and it ripples out through all of the dimensional realms, the 12 dimensions as we hold space. And each time we allow ourselves to drop into the remembrance of how we're contained and held and part of the larger whole, we give ourselves permission to come into um, a harmonic re resonance with that information. We might awaken some of that within our own DNA. We give ourselves permission to be an expression of this larger oneness. And of course, that's even higher frequency then too, even if we can awaken and remember that we really do belong in this whole universal scheme. We have a have a purpose and a, and a and a passion to deliver here as well. So the, the heart space becomes a place that we drop into. Now, um, the, the inner circle, like we said, we walk you through setting it up and uh, in, in the package information, there's already guided, guided meditations on how to work with the inner circle and how to work with the 12 dimensional realms. But here, We'll, we'll be dropping into the sacred heart. And mystical teachings has us entering the heart in many different ways. So the there is a law that says where your thought goes, energy follows. So often it's just setting the attention and intention on holding that space, holding the focus on where you want to take your energy to and think it and it is done. Uh, often um, it's it's that easy. Now, if we have a belief that it's not that easy or I don't know how to access it or I can't, uh, I don't know where my sacred heart is, then know that those are part of the limited beliefs of the mind and that it is actually there to keep us safe in sameness. It keeps us pulled away from our um, higher expression of ourself. Uh, because that it knows how to keep us safe if we do everything the same. So anytime we start stepping into a higher possibility, it's not uncommon for the mind to start creating a lot of chatter so that it confuses or doubts so that we go back to realize thinking that we didn't connect, we didn't feel anything. When we work from the mind, the mind is always looking for evidence and outcomes. So like if it's if it's looking for that evidence of connecting with that when we would walk through that little exercise. Now, if you're not a feeling, if that's not one of your strong suits of feeling where you might be audible, you might be visual, you might just have a sense of knowing the feeling, all of our clear abilities come and in, come into this and how we're going to experience it. And if we're talking feelings, and if you're not a feeling person, it would be very easy for the mind to say, you didn't get anything, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. But if you looked at it through the sense center that you always use, and you, and you looked at it and you um, knew that there was a difference, might not be able to explain what it was, uh, or that you might see a different color for each uh, unconditional love, joy, gratitude. That would be how a visual person may experience it versus the feeling. So give yourself permission to, to work within 
the abilities that you're already using. Because when you when you work into the inner circle, your your gifts, whether you see it, hear it, feel it, sense it, know it, is what's going to uh, be part of your healing or transformation that takes place within the circle. So when we like that, when we connected to the um, to the emotions, connection is as easy as dropping into the heart. And the mystical teachings have us to go uh, in the head. Uh, if we close our eyes and look upward, we are accessing the spiritual part of the world behind our eyes instead of the physical world in front of our eyes. And it also activates all these high centers in the brain. So you have the uh, prefrontal cortex, the pineal, the pituitary hypothalamus actually activates the crystal palace, which holds a lot of that, the um, spiritual wisdom. And how in the mystical teachings, a lot of times they, you would exit through the back of the head, which is at the zeal point where it's also known as the mouth of God, right where the head and the neck joins. And the energy, your awareness would activate the high centers. Then it would come out of the back of the head and kind of arc and come into the back of your, um, uh, your heart chakra. The doorway to the sacred heart in the mystical teachings is always behind the heart center or the heart chakra. So you would access it from behind. Now, they also have mystical teachings that say that there are two doorways in the sacred heart. And the one that you enter from behind is you enter with knowledge. And when you are in the sacred heart with that knowledge and you exit, you exit the doorway in the front with wisdom. So we access through the knowledge that, that says we can do this that think it and it is done, where energy, where your thought goes, energy follows, that's the knowledge to get you into the sacred heart. And then, uh, and also there's sometimes where we have to let our mind be part of the process too. So if you have a mind that is used to being a director, you might want to give it the information of like the elevator uh, running, you know, stepping into the elevator, stepping out of the mind, taking it down to the heart, stepping out of the heart, and then going around to the to the sacred to the sacred heart uh, entrance. There's also other mystical teachings that have the sacred heart as descending a stairway, and you descend the stairway from the mind to the heart, and it bridges uh, into that. So when we talk about dropping into the sacred heart, play with it, try all different ways and see which one really feels the most comfortable for you. Because one of the beautiful things with anything in life and especially spiritual development is it's not a cookie cutter. It doesn't have to look the same for either any of us. And we all have permission to do it and express it and feel it in our own ways. So um, when we drop into the heart, then we access that. Um, and so if we want to just kind of drop in and just kind of get experience of the heart at the moment, um, that might, or um, we could show, no, let's drop in. We, let's drop in and then we'll show the pictures of how I um, experienced the, the heart. Great. Okay. And I wanted to say, I hope that your explanation of 
dropping into the heart, getting out of the mind, is helpful for the question coming from Scorpia, Scorpia 419, who shed, who asks, I can't connect, I couldn't connect. Could could I um could I have something blocking my energy and what can I do? Mm-hmm. So I think I think you answered it. Scorpia, please um in our chat box, share with us if that was helpful. Um and Linda, you might want to add anything, but I think I think you picked up on the telepathy there. Yeah, and also know that um that comes into the mind sameness. So there may be a limited belief in there somewhere about uh, other people can do it, but I can't. Or um, uh, there can be even just a basic fear. We all have so many fear programs running about being our highest, brightest spiritual self. Um, Even Marianne Williams wrote uh, that it's not our, uh, it is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. Because we're so conditioned to be in the dance of life with the shadow and with these one to 200 frequencies (laughs) that that is. That's our conditioned mind. That's the bio looping of the mind matrix. And then anytime we choose to try to step out of it or to create something in addition, uh, the, the, the matrix starts in the looping, the emotions, maybe if there's a fear about, um, uh, let's say a fear of being seen. Um, I know that one well. And so the fear of being seen was a limited belief that kept me uh, like uh, doing audio and things that I was very, very comfortable with. So it's like I didn't have to step out into that place of the unknown because my mind matrix had it believing it was going to be something dangerous. And so the thing is, is that was the fear. That was the story. So anytime I had the option of stepping out or connecting into, if I let that fear story be stronger than the feeling of connection, then I would do the the old experience of uh, backing down, hiding in the light, dimming down, you know, whatever it might have been to be okay with uh, with the belief that it wasn't safe. And we all have those programs. Now, one of the beautiful things with working with the heart matrix is that we can take all of those limited beliefs into the heart and ask for help from our inner circle in um, understanding it, standing under it. It's not even like we, it's not like we have to fix something. We're not broken. We actually just have to keep expanding and evolving and transforming into a, and just a new expression of ourself. Who we were and what we did and how we did it was perfect then. It doesn't mean that that's how we have to stay our whole lives. Part of not being able to move forward, and this is this is really the number one thing that inhibits a lot of people from changing, is they can't let go of an identity. And so if you have an identity that you're holding on to that has kept you safe and limited, it is the releasing of that identity to step into being the light being something greater, being brighter, that will allow that whole energetics to transform around it. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's, let's drop into the heart. All right. So however your mind chooses to um, access the heart, 
Just allow that to take place, setting the intention. The attention, remember, attention is your focus. You're focusing on the heart center. It's not the physical heart. It's just the heart chakra, heart center, kind of probably behind the physical heart is where the sacred heart is often described. And you're setting your intention of just dropping into the sacred heart. And as you walk into this space, now remember you're using your abilities, whatever it is, see it, sense it, feel it, know it. And even at this particular stage, because we are encouraging a blending of mind and body, we can let our mind help us imagine it. Let the mind help you create this sacred space so that your mind is a partner with you going into it instead of feeling threatened by it and trying to keep you away from it. So if the mind joins in and helps you create this, this uh, inner circle or at it, the sacred space of the heart, just let yourself imagine what it would look like dropping into the heart dropping into that sacred center. And I was guided when I was shown this is that the, the sacred geometry in the center of the heart is the Trinity, the three circles joined together. And the Trinity can represent many different things, it could be mother, father, child, it could be body, mind, spirit, past, present, future. Some people see the Trinity as Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's the, the sacredness that is held in the heart, in the sacred heart, the partnership, the unity, the oneness, that is held within the sacred symbol. And you may have a different symbol. You may have a different a sacred geometry speaking to you. But in this uh, experience, the Stepping into that sacred geometry that's being held in the center of your heart. And just allowing yourself to notice that there is a circle of energy or beam of light. I see it as my, when I say my circles open and active, it's like every being of light that I have activated or asked to hold this space becomes a pillar of light. And I'm completely surrounded in 360 degrees of this inner circle. Now the inner circle can have your angels, your guardian angels, your guides. Some people work with teachers healers, council members, shamans, mystics, medicine women or men. You can have all of the elements of the great masters, the great wisdom teachers through all time and space. You can have the hand of God in any name of divinity that holds true to your heart, holding that space in your circle. You can have the whales and the dolphins 
You could have the ancestors, those that have walked before us or those that still are very hold, held very dear to your heart. You could have your animal totems or even your animal friends, especially if they have moved into another dimensional realm. Have them holding that space for you. And just asking that this circle be open and active. And just see, sense, feel the energy of that inner circle being turned on like a light, like a thousand plus watt light bulb just animating all around you. And it's okay if you don't feel anything or experience it at any moment. This is only the very beginning stage of working with it. You could actually, each time you drop into it, become much more comfortable with the frequency of it. And we're going to ask here, we're going to ask your divine team to help you raise your vibration. Raise the frequency. Now, this may be an event, a, a belief, a challenge that you're holding in your mind. This morning, I woke up with some sinus pain and pressure under my eye. So I took that to the inner circle and just asked them to help transform this. You could ask them to stand to help you understand the lesson, the opportunity of it, the growth of it. And then as that circle is expanded around you, just allow your body to receive. It's almost that they are sending that healing to you. 360 degrees around you. Every one of your divine team is so joyfully able to support you and wanting to share and wanting to gift and wanting to give. Let your body receive the healing, the wisdom. You may even experience it as light, color. You may become aware of any place in your body that holds a little density that isn't allowing the light. And just hold your focus on that and just watch as the divine team supports in transforming that lower vibration into higher frequency. And watch as your energy field merges with the inner circle's energy field. Watch, see, sense, feel, just know that it's happening as your energy body is coming online with its divine remembrance of being perfect and whole. 
And we will just thank our guidance team for sharing, for helping us hold this in this moment. Knowing that anytime you can drop back in to the inner circle, into the heart, seek counsel, direction, guidance, healing, support, awakening the DNA within you all accessible by choosing to drop into the heart. And then just with that gratitude in your heart of your guides supporting you and showing up for you when you need them, just being very grateful for the connection for this higher frequency. <clears throat> and whenever you feel that it's complete, you would just say this process is complete. The circle is now closed. And it's kind of like turning off the light when you walk out of the room. And what were any thoughts or impressions about the inner circle? Extremely comforting. For me, almost knocks me out, almost took me completely out of my mind. I'm sitting, but I felt like I could just drop into sleep. It was very comforting. We'd love to hear from our Zoom audience. Please share. Uh, Linda says that was so soft and lovely. Soft and lovely. And receiving the support about from the inner circle, checking in with our body, if there's any area that needs help with the inner circle, I felt that. I felt a release. That is beautiful. This is empowerment mm -hmm. what a wonderful exercise thank you and this was the information that um was came through of course as a way of self-healing um and one of the nice things with this is uh, my guidance team was telling me when i when i would first use it i would do it like a daily practice so it's like in the morning i drop into the heart and get connected and but then they were telling me that I wasn't using it nearly to the to the, its potential. And what they were sharing with me is that anywhere through that experience of the day, um, if I was in a low vibration, that's when I could immediately drop into the heart, activate and open the inner circle and ask the guidance support to help me hold this experience. Help me understand it. Um, uh, not, not so much to ask why this is happening, because that's part of the mind matrix, but just to just to understand that this is part of my life journey. This experience, this emotion, this this uh, challenge, whatever it might be, is part of uh, um, the larger expression of my spirit at the moment. 
So I'm asking my guidance team to help me keep bringing it back into a possibility of the highest frequency so that I can grow and transform it and move through it. It's not negating it or trying to escape it. It's actually bringing it with me in this spiritual expression, but also knowing that it can come through its evolutionary process and now be a higher frequency also. Beautiful. And Summer, here's Kathy's comment. It felt so good. The healing was amazing. I did not want to turn off the light. <laughs> yes to turn off the light yeah and you if if you weren't on you know a timetable you could stay in it this could be like a meditation this could be a healing you could let yourself just receive until you felt complete so there is, is no uh, time limit here we're on a schedule here of course with the show and um and want to share so much that it just wanted to have it just be a possibility also know that if you resonate with it, um, the, the package has the meditation to walk you through creating the inner circle from the five dimensions. We didn't really go into all of that today. Um, and then we also have another program in there about creating the inner circle, but then expanding that out to the 12 dimensions and remembering science, um, sound and light and consciousness and and frequency and your soul song and just letting that be part of this expression also wow very good okay um by the way everyone i just posted the link for linda's special offer it's in the zoom box and it will be posted wherever you're watching or listening to this video wow there's comments coming in i'm gonna just share them here before we move on um pat says tingling throughout my body especially my hands a vibrant blue color data says i felt very safe and calm thank you linda s says i felt like i was being drawn into something so blissful and when you said something about coming online that's when my cells began to vibrate mm -hmm. so beautiful thank you thank you linda Kathy says, um, this is Kathy, about the healing. It felt so good. It was amazing. Didn't want to turn off the light. Julie says, that was wonderful. I saw a trail through a beautiful woods. I also always see swirling violet colors. Nice. I am grateful, she says. Mm -hmm. Another Linda, there's a trinity of Lindas here today. <laughs> Linda says, so beautiful. Felt a sharp pain for a moment in my heart which I was asking to be healed. And then at the very end, it released and it feels different now. Wanted to keep the light on too. Mm -hmm. Nice. And uh, again, you can keep the light on. And then also just because that, know that anywhere along the line, you can actually add extra, extra support to your inner circle at any time. Um, so I think this would be a good, a good time to share the image of the matrix uh, and the inner circle and how I see it when we activate it, because it may, it may help uh, to move it out of mind. Cause what I had heard from my guidance team is that when, when this first channeled through, there were words that went along with it also. 
like help heal and reset. Um, and I, I often ask for help still just because I'm surrendering to the divine. And it's also a free will opportunity to, um, to say that I am really asking uh, for more support here. Um, the, and those were acronyms. The HELP st stood for um, healing every level permanently also, the energetics of that. And then the HEAL was harmonizing every ailment lovingly so that the transformation is back into oneness, back into the oneness of love. And so that's why we're not looking at fault finding or broken or that we're just we're just bringing it along so it can also remember the essence of love and the ex exchange. So this uh, this picture here is one that was created from the the view of when you're in the inner circle. And uh, to me, when I'm in the inner circle and I say that it's open and active, it's almost like you can imagine each one of those little um, streams of light being one of your guides, one of your teachers, one of your angels, one of your helpers, and just animating this field around you. Now, I personally feel the inner circle pretty close to me. So uh, when, I, when I activate the inner circle, it's like I automatically feel that, that ring of support around me. And then I just receive from it or ask for guidance or support or whatever it is that I'm needing. So this was one image of it just being uh, like the expansion of light. Now, when we're in the center of this circle and you are in that expanded energy of your divine uh, inner circle and you allow yourself to start merging with the frequency of that inner circle, you become in resonance with, with the inner circle and their, their frequency, their information, their intelligence, where that means that you start to become uh, in harmony with it. So then everything in your experience, like looking through your eyes, seeing things from a different perspective of, of divine intelligence, once you have been able to keep dropping in and merging with this, it's just a beautiful way to keep just dropping in, amplifying our energy field, and then looking through eyes and there's a saying that when I look through eyes of divine, I see divine around in everything. And so this is just a beautiful opportunity of seeing, harmonizing yourself to the divine frequency and then seeing the divine in everything. And then there's another uh, one that I see it as pillars of light. Oh, that's the, yeah, there you go. This is, this is another way of, this is how I normally see it. Um, uh, because when I'm standing in the center of that circle and each one of those, each one of my assigned helper spots uh, with the councils and the, the angels and the guides and the master teachers all hold a position. And so when it's open and active, it is as though each one of them turn on their own light and amplify their energy field to their divine intelligence. And it becomes this unified field. So it would completely surround you. It's just that it was open here for, for the diagram. But uh, to know that you're completely surrounded in that golden crystalline matrix, the energy that just uh, harmonizes with the, with the 
source intelligence, the DNA of our cells, the creation of the universes. And when we go out to the, the higher dimensions of, of those, you get into 10, 11, and 12, and you're all in the universal codes and the divine feminine codes, divine masculine codes. So we can act, start to access a lot of this information just by allowing ourselves to harmonize to a higher frequency and possibility. And as we're in it, we remember it, we might awaken to it, and then we might start to experience the, the, the instant download of information or the knowing or the sensing uh, might speak through your heart. And then you just act on the guidance that you're receiving. Um, this is kind of in the levels of consciousness, but uh, as we continue to raise our frequency, we actually allow ourselves to come into a place of just listening and doing. We hear the guidance, we, we act on it. We hear our heart's passion. We give it permission to have an expression. We hear our um, soul leading us to our purpose and we give it permission to be animated. And so this is a stage that we give ourselves permission to totally do our life journey with all of the help that we were divinely orchestrated to have anyway. We, no one is in life trying to supposedly trying to do it alone. We have infinite sources of help. Beautiful. It felt very full. The inner circle felt very full, full of beautiful beings of light. Beautiful. Okay. Lots of wonderful comments coming in. Larry says, experienced a powerful weaving. Wonderful. And Jay has a question for you, Linda. Mm -hmm. I am so shameful what I did for my mom who passed away in 2021. Do you have any advice for me to release? Um, that would be a perfect thing if it was myself. That would be a perfect thing that I would take to the inner circle. Uh, in, in fact, you know, in the, the trainings, we actually each, each month in teachings, we, we work a different way with the inner circle. And um, in the package B is five, uh, five recordings of monthly um, experiences of the inner circle. And so the first one is always like to take an emotion such as that shame, fear, inadequacies, not enough, whatever is really limiting us. And just you take that into the inner circle as and then the circles open and active. And imagine I, I always imagine just holding it in my hand and and offering um, to the to the inner circle, the, the divine team. Um, help me hold this in a new way. Help me transform this so that is, it is of service to myself and others. And, and by being able to hold it in a space that you're, again, growing, learning, and evolving through, and being able to take that experience that was so difficult, and the body-mind didn't know how to hold it any differently. And during that whole time, we had we didn't have as many options because of the whole COVID and the lockdown and the separation that was created through that. So um, take it and actually ask for help in healing and transforming 
and then bring that back to your own heart and gift yourself with it as well. Thank you. Did that help? Beautiful, a very powerful healing technique that you've given us. Jay, let us know if that helped you, sweet one. Yes, thank you so much. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I just love that this, this technique came to you when you were on a retreat in the mountains connected to your guides. It's higher dimensional wisdom that you've brought through through your sacred heart. So I love it. Thank you, Linda. Yeah. And, and I, I was on my own burnout journey. <laughs> so uh, I was uh, seeking how to hold life in a little bit more harmonious way. And this information was uh, coming through. Now, that's also one of the, the reasons why they're sharing with it is that it can be used throughout the day that I don't have to create a, a 3D world illusion of separation like I have to go to the mountains to heal like I have this tool and this tool walks with me no matter where I am and that anytime I drop into the sacredness of my own heart there's absolutely nothing but healing and love and compassion for my spirit's journey that I get to embrace it myself with no matter where I am or no matter what I'm doing there's sometimes I might be driving down the road and start to feel, um, let's just say, anxious for some reason. And I, I would automatically drop into the heart, open the activate the heart. I'm still driving, so I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. But I'm also knowing that the innate wisdom within me and within the sacred heart knows how to transform this and knows how to do it, even if my mind is busy watching the road. But in that moment, I just give it an opportunity of having the divine support me in my daily experience. And then it uh, becomes just the expression and the energy of the frequency changes or or I might get a, a information on what I need to do. And then I might be able to put that into action once I stop driving or something. So um, there's lots of guidance that is available through this. Beautiful. Now, um, I do want to get to the trees. I oh, do yes. wanna, uh -huh. yeah. But first, I'd like you to go over your special offer because this is, again, it is rich with um, tools and information, meditations and classes and even high vibrational artwork. So mm -hmm. let's go over your um, special classes, the meditations you okay. can talk about that. And then there's a few more questions and then we can, we have time for the, the tree. All right. So um, this uh, artwork, um, this is what I was seeing uh, when I was on the mountain retreat and my friend Lon from Activation Art does a lot of sacred geometry and, and creates these beautiful, beautiful pieces of art. So she was able to create this image that was in, in my mind's eye um, and has helped to bring it into form. So again, the Trinity in the, in the center of the circle, to me that represented the, the uh, balance of the divine feminine, the divine masculine, 
And when we're standing in the balance in that um, the vesica piscis, the, the, the sacred womb, that's where the divine child was created and born from. Christ consciousness all came from that balance of harmony in from that divine masculine feminine womb of creation. So when we're standing in the center of the Trinity, again, whatever it means to you, um, you're holding yourself in complete balance. You're, you're, you don't have to work at holding yourself. The energy of it is holding you in complete balance. The remembrance of how to be in harmony with the, with the sacred and the infinite. And then the colors all mean different things too. Green is about or the, the golden color is the, the golden crystalline matrix, which of course is the purification, the cleansing, the healing. Um, it's, it's actually stimulating um, our grid, our changing from the carbon-based body to the, to more of the crystalline structure, which the crystalline structure allows us to hold more light and higher frequency and light is information. So the more we can actually keep dropping in, animating our body to hold more light, we're actually activating our structure, our crystalline structure to be able to hold the, and to awaken some of that dormant DNA that which is information to be able to be put into the expression of our new human and the new, new um, earth that we're supporting and creating, um, heaven and earth. And so this, um, the green is about knowledge, growth, psychic abilities. Um, the blue runs into um, communication. The divine is the purple. Um, this, the little bubbles of light are, are actually the, the, to me, the, the spaces that my helpers are holding. And so that's why when I'm in the center and it's open and active, I see those little bubbly lights become those pillars of light. So it's a, it almost comes up around you. So you're totally supported. So, and in the package, uh, package A has the sacred art here. Um, and the definition, the direction, I mean, the, uh, the description of all the different levels. Uh, package one also has the, I think it has five meditations and the, the two, um, the, uh, the inner circle, creating your own inner circle, the working with the 12 dimensions, um, creating heaven and earth um, through the chakras and then expanding that energy field out to create a torus of high vibrational frequency around you. Um, and being a starlight, I think is in that one. There's Anyway, there's five meditations in, in uh, uh, one. Now the art here, if you resonate with that and uh, you purchase it, you can have it printed. It, it's actually a meditation piece. You can go into it. You can keep merging with it. So to merge with the frequency and the knowledge, you can actually use it as a grid and holding your intentions, holding whatever needs to be healing or brought into a line, like a like a matrix or a grid. You can also place it on an altar and use it as just holding the sacred space of the infinite and the dimensional realms. So there's many ways you can work with the artwork that's in, in package one as well. Now, package two has five recordings, um, which are the last um, divine matrix heart class that we had. So we meet once a month. And so each month um, there's new channeled information on how to, how to use the heart, how to use the inner circle to support your journey. And so the package B is five, uh, five recordings of 
different ways that we worked with them, transforming emotions, kind of like what we were sh sharing about that, the, the shame or the fear or the inadequacies. Um, we also, one of them was about using the, um, the quantum field and spinning and transforming and creating a higher vibration through, through that uh, movement. Um, I don't uh, recall all of the, how we worked with the ancestors. The Pearl of Wisdom was one of the classes, just that wisdom, that pearl, that infinite knowledge within us being activated. So package B is the recorded classes. And package C is actually, uh, we're, we just started, um, but in the recording, uh, the package, uh, August 17th starts a new um, divine uh, crystalline heart cl uh, class uh, through Zoom once a month. And um, and it, I think it's for four months. And that is uh, offered as a package. If you purchase all four, you can get it for um over $100 less than what is currently advertised on my website. So um, you can join in once a month in the Divine Matrix and we can play together. One of the nice things about playing together in a group is that every time we come together in like-mindedness, we actually create world peace <laughs> because we create such a high frequency that there is no way that that doesn't affect and, and it ripples out and those that need it uh, can embrace it and and receive from it as well. So know that even when we come together, we may come together thinking we want to heal something of our own. But when we connectively come together, uh, it's like my inner circle connects with your inner circle and your inner circle with the next. It's almost like we create a flower of life together um, is what I was envisioning with that is just like all the circles joining together, just creating this whole flower of life cre creation. And um, so know that we are we are doing lots of lots of level of work when we come together for those classes. And it meets once a month. Um, Thursdays, I think, is the date that this they're also pre-recorded. I'm not pre-recorded, but recorded so that if you can't make the live time, the recording is sent out shortly after. So you can still participate in the group. And if there's anything that you want to uh, email or exchange or add to you know, the topic of next month, um, that's all available, too. So those are the three packages that are being offered at this time. So um, love to share with with all of you. Beautiful. Again, um, exquisite and uh, pristine tools of higher vibrational frequencies that allow us to hold the frequency and change the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Again, you can find that link in our Zoom box and on this website, wherever you are watching or listening to this program. Beautiful, beautiful. Again, if you need help, we want to make this easy for you. There's a two payment plan. If that helps, we hope it does. Okay. Let's take a, um, how long do you need? We've got a few more minutes. So let's experience a little bit about that tree journey. <laughs> well, the tree uh, meditation, uh, well, actually exercise, because it's not, doesn't have to be a long meditation, but it was actually just to help us to understand the frequencies when our mind is creating versus the infinite wisdom. So we'll, um, we'll just 
work from work from that at the moment. It may be five minutes on this 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 journey. Um, so the tree, um, if you again like to uh, close your eyes and just go in your journey within, or uh, again not whatever is most comfortable for you. So um, imagine a tree, and since we're from all parts of the country and world, just whatever tree really resonates with you, speaks to you, one that you're fond of. It could be even a tree that was very special from childhood. Just holding the energy of the tree in your mind's eye. And again, we're also going to use whatever skill is the most comfortable for you. So see it, sense it, feel it, know it. Just imagining the tree, a tree. And we're allowing our mind to help us to just get into the essence of this tree. And imagine merging with this tree in any way that feels comfortable. And just feeling, seeing, sensing, what is it like to be this tree? And notice the sensations as you're just breathing and being that tree. Just becoming aware of how it feels to be a tree. Any senses. And now we're going to just collapse that experience all together. Just fold it down upon itself. And now we're going to drop once again back into the sacred heart. So intending just to drop into the heart. And as you step into the sacred circle of the heart, the circle's open and active. Turning on the lights, having your divine team there to support you. And now, as you're in the inner circle and it's open and active, you're going to ask your divine team that is running divine intelligence or source intelligence. You're going to ask them to show you the essence of that tree. And notice however it appears. There's no right or wrong, good or bad. It just is here. Just seeing, sensing, feeling the essence of the divine or for the tree from divine intelligence.
And now allow yourself to merge with that essence of the divine intelligence, the tree, the tree and the way that your divine team is showing you the essence of that tree, just merging with the tree as divine intelligence. And as divine intelligence, just become aware of what you're feeling, seeing, sensing, experiencing as this tree in an expression of just divinity. And as you are one with this tree in its divine expression, just notice how the tree is being supported, sourced. The tree is only job is to receive. Receiving from the earth, receiving from the sky, the sun, the light, the wind. The rain. And as this divine expression of this tree, notice in this oneness how it feels to just be able to receive. And realizing that that divine intelligence that supports the tree also supports you. Supports all of life. We are one in that matrix. And allowing your awareness to thank the tree for its help in experiencing energy and frequency. Bringing your awareness back to the heart. And again, this process is complete. The circle's now closed. And the, the experience of that I was uh, wanting to share is that how did it feel or could we tell the difference between what the mind was experiencing in the beginning and then when the divinity, the divine intelligence was the essence of the tree? Yes, very different, very expansive 
very multidimensional, very broad. It was huge. It was limitless. It was powerful. As soon as we made that shift, mm-hmm. for me, I felt a lot of heat, really warm, and it was beautiful. Nice. Yeah. The, the reason why I wanted to share that exercise is because this is where um, the divine was telling me that the matrix uh, was being used too much from the mind, like like the first part of the exercise, envisioning the tree, merging with the tree from the mind. When we merge with the inner circle from our mind, um, it keeps it still limit limited and in too much of a structure. And so that's where they wanted you to experience the difference between how much our mind is able to merge and create, and then how much divine intelligence and the wisdom within us is able to allow us to expand and merge into. When we merge into the inner circle, it is that like the tree, like the essence of the tree, the divine intelligence, we are merging with the inner circle in that same expansive, inclusive, uh, all income, uh, 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 whatever, whatever word I'm looking for here. It's just, it's all there in totality uh, of everything that is and everything that will be. I mean, when we're working in that, this unlimited universal field, we have access to all of it. We just have to train our frequency to be able to hold the resonance, the energy that will resonate with the with the intelligence. And then it's activated online in the DNA when we're able to hold that intelligence. Thank you for such a beautiful exercise and experience. I really think and feel that we are all holding more divine intelligence from the exercise. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Is oh. there... Um, any, any, either, I'd love to share, um, the last little piece of information. If we have a moment, do we still have a moment? We do. Thank you. Okay. And, um, this, uh, this, uh, a friend sent to me and it's from the book called the way of the mastery. It's a channeled book of Yahshua. And this describes the heart so perfectly, the sacred heart and what we're doing. And it says, Um, As you descend the stairway to the quiet place of the heart, there are a few things to leave behind you. The need to be right, the need to be supported in your illusions, the fear of rejection, abandonment, denial, and death. Leave behind you every thought of what the world is and what it is for. Leave behind you every thought you have ever held of anyone and everywhere. Surrender Relinquish the world of your perceptions and come quietly and kneel before your creator. And in this still place of the heart, unattached to whatever is given you or shown to you, nothing will be kept secret. You will know the foundations of the world. The answer is here. Would you know how to best direct love to the loved ones? The answer is here. And the voice will speak to you like one crying from the wilderness. Pictures will be shown you, feelings enlivened within you, and you will know the way to extend your treasure. Remain with me here, for here I do abide. The only one difference between us is that occasionally 
you believe that you abide somewhere else and that when you journey up those stairs, you begin to be distracted by the thoughts of the surface of the mind and the sensory feedback of the energy field that comprises the physical creation. I remain here in our shared heart, patiently waiting for you to return. And again, the way of the mastery, the channeled book of Yahshua. And that is so true. That is exactly what we're experiencing in the sacred heart. Is when we enter it, we have to leave behind the illusions, the fears, the doubts. We could take them with us and ask for them to be transformed. But the truth of it is, is when we're entering the sacred heart, we're just in that place where we're ready to expand and to learn and to grow. And, and that's a beautiful, a beautiful opportunity we give ourselves. So, and thank you for allowing me to share today. That was a perfect conclusion to this call. And it helped answer the questions that we had. And we are in a higher frequency. You have given us a beautiful tool today, you and your guides. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Linda. You're a beautiful guide for others. So those who wish to step into their higher frequency, you can utilize the assistance of Linda. Check out her special offer. It's very affordable. It's pristine. It's wonderful. Again, so grateful for these tools. Thank so you. grateful. You have helped change the world, my dear. <laughs> and all of you who are watching because of the work we've done today, you too are changing the world. Remember, there's only this one of us, one of four that got here. <laughs> yes. And please remember how much you are changing the world also. And I am so very grateful for our work together and the opportunity of exploring that expanded world of light uh, from the places of the unknown. So thank you very much as well. Beautiful. Linda Johns, thank you for this beautiful lesson on the divine crystalline matrix and the inner circle of light. Mm. You all go and carry and amplify this light, mm -hmm. connecting with your guides where all the wisdom is held. That's the quantumness of our world. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for being here. And thank you for your bright light. We are complete. Okay. Namaste. Bye. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com.
Namaste.